Hey everybody, welcome to All Over Overland Podcast. My name is Michael, and on this episode, I'm going to kind of tell you what I would do if I won the lottery, and how I would think about spending that, and then I kind of ramble on about some other stuff. But anyway, mainly it's about me winning the lottery, because I bought a lottery ticket today. That's really all, that's basically what it is. Mark it on your calendar right now for April 8th, 9th, and 10th for the More Expo. It's going to be in Springfield, Missouri. It's a blast. Make sure you're there. I get all my ink from Tornado Tattoo in Oklahoma City. Make sure you check them out at www.tornadotattoo.com. Make sure you check out Overland Radio. I do a show 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we have sponsors for that as well. Opus, CBI, Prince Racks, 23-0, More Expo, Core, Expedition Superstore, Big Iron, and Overland Attic. Make sure that you check us out. That's every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for the All Over Overland Show. I bought a lottery ticket tonight. Um, I buy a lottery ticket every once in a while. It's kind of fun. You know, you get to kind of think about what would you do with that money? How would you spend it? Would you give anybody any money? Would you change your life that much? Would you let people know that you had the money? Would you make it public? Man, I would rather keep it quiet. I mean, people are going to kind of know. People that know me will know because I will have done, quit whatever job I'm working. I will have rolled up in a brand new something, and there's videos of me getting all the stuff done to it. So, which brings up, if you won the lottery, what would you do? Would you, and, and I'm, I, I guess I'm asking those of us that would probably want to make this a lifestyle, like a, a real lifestyle, like a for reals lifestyle. If you won the lottery, what would you do? You know, I would go buy a new rig. What rig would it be? You know, I go back and forth if I want to go next another pickup or if I want to go an SUV. There's a lot of things that I like about the pickup truck. You've got a, the bed of the truck where you can just throw shit. You know, you can you know throw wood back there and you're not worried about it getting into the interior of your vehicle. You can... You know, I hauled um, some what we call monkey grass, which is, I don't know if that's the proper name, but it's just a, it's kind of a, a, a grass that you'd put in the edge of a flower bed or something. So I hauled that in there. Would I have done that in an SUV? I mean, I might have, but I think most people probably wouldn't have. So I like it for that reason. You can throw your smelly clothes back there, whatever it is. But there's also things I really like about an SUV. You know, everything's enclosed. You can 
easily build drawer system for it. You can easily, you, you have such a wide range of things you can choose to outfit the inside that you don't have that same wide range when it comes to outdoor storage. Affordable anyway. You know, and then on the fridge side, well, if you're in if you if you're in a SUV, you can run any fridge you want. But if you've got a pickup truck, unless you're going to run it in the cab, you've got to think if it can survive all the different weather changes you may go through, because there's some that just can't. They're not built to, you know, be out in the in the rain. You know, they're not waterproof or resistant or whatever you want to call it. They just won't work. So you got to think about that. There's, you know, just a little bit more to it when you get a pickup truck. But man, the canopy camp, canopy campers, the, you know, the alley cab, the the go fast, um, uh, you know, the what is it, the Pacific, uh, what is it, Super Pacific, and then you've got AT Overland with Habitat. Like all of these skinny guys, skinny guys, a new company. I really kind of like what they're doing. Um, you've got all these companies as far as for pickup trucks that you can make it a camper, you know, that pops up and you can sleep up there and you can stand up in the bed of the truck and you have options for storage and you have these things. So for me right now, a pickup truck still leads it. And then, when, okay, so let's we've narrowed it to a pickup truck. Now... What brand of pickup truck? You know, I got to say, I have been super impressed with Lee's Chevrolet Colorado ZR2 diesel. Um, it has the pulling power to pull anything, just about. And it didn't really sacrifice much mile per gallon when it was pulling the OP4, which is a 440-500-pound trailer. You know, he was still blowing me out of the water with, you know, fuel economy. I think in the Nissan, I was filling up two and a half tanks to his one. And he was still getting like 500 and something miles, you know, for the tank. Bigger tank maybe, yes. But his mile per gallon was still at the 20, 19, 20 mark. I was down in 11. That's huge. So that's where I would say diesel. Um, and nobody else really has a diesel in the midsize truck world. If I was to go full size, then I would look at a Ram. I would look at a Ram if I went full size. Um, probably a 2500. You know, I mean, yeah, you'd love to go because I'd also want a diesel. I think I'd still want a diesel. Because the power wagon's cool, but it's not diesel. And, and maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'd get over that. Maybe, I don't know enough about the Dodge. I don't know the difference between the fuel economy from the, the V8 to the, uh, to the diesel. I, I don't know what the gain, how big the gains are. I'm sure there's gains. Um, but yeah, so I'd go pick up truck and I'd go with one of those two and, if I did choose the Dodge, then I would go with the uh, Alley Cabin because they just released a new um, Alley Cab, I guess, canopy that is for a full-size truck. 
and uh, and they've been on the Dodge um, Dodge platform, the or the I'm sorry, Ram platform, um, and they're wicked cool. I mean, they're the, exactly what I want, and for a full size, um, so those are cool. Um, oh, they'd be decked out like if I won the lottery, ugh, you'd have the you know the goose gear system. You'd have um, the uh, the marine um, diesel heaters. Um, you would have, you know, just that. Well, first of all, you'd have the best damn cushion money could buy up there. Uh, you know, it, it may come with a nice one, but I would. <laughs> I would go and I would buy one that was a cushion and had a pillow top and like it was unbelievable. It would be like better than a normal bets. I would spend an ungodly amount of money to have the best mattress ever made for an overland vehicle. And then I'd say, make these and sell them. Here's some money. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I would have it be ridiculous. Oh, man, I can imagine now just sleeping in that thing. Um, but yeah, so that's what I do. You know, I mean, I'd fit it with, you know, all the, I'd fit it, I'd get sliders, I'd get bumpers. Um, you know, I'd get a lift, mild lift, three inches roughly. Um, and that would probably be either platform, um, whether it was the full size or the the mid size, and I'd put the tire that was adequate to it. Thirty three, probably for um, Colorado. I think maybe it'd take a thirty five with uh, with a three inch lift. I don't know. You know, obviously with you know if you got money, then you're gonna you're gonna re gear. You're gonna do it all the right way. Um, May even consider, even though it's even it's diesel, I am aware of this. May even consider a uh, an extra tank. You know, um, and uh, and lighting. You know, have you know lighting? I just, dude, it would just, and then, and then I would, I would just be gone. I would just be gone. I'd be constantly on the move. I'd be still doing the podcast. I'd still be doing interviews. I'd still do all of that stuff. But only this time, I would be there. I'd be in these places. While I'm on this unbelievable trip. I'd probably still, you know, really, I'd probably still even hold on to the place that I'm living in. If I if I didn't just go ahead and buy a house, because that would probably be buy land, buy house. Um, but I would still want my my permanent address to be Oklahoma. That that I would want. I've got a daughter here, so I'm always going to be here the majority of my time that I'm not out doing whatever. But yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I'd go. I'd build something so cool. And you know what? And I may even, I may even like, like it's, I thought maybe I should, I would get the frontier and that's still what I would, I would go back and forth. I'd have to ride both brand new ones. You know, I know the frontier's not diesel, but 
But I, I but you know, I mean, I'd be rich, so I guess <laughs> paying for gas wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd ride both and see which one I liked, and then kind of would go from there. You know, and then there's there's something, you know, you you get the frontier and do it because, you know, not many, it's brand new, so no one really has done it. So be at the forefront of the frontier world. There's a couple that have been lifted so far, but not not too many that have gone totally wild yet. Um, But yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I do that first, and then I come back home. And, you know, put everything together, get it out there on the social medias. Um, but I, but I would, I would start, I'd start planning the next trip. And in that, I might even consider a sprinter van. I think it would be cool. Of course, this is rich Michael, but it'd be cool to have both. You know, because there's sometimes that you just kind of want to go, like, hey, I just want to go to the beach. You know, I don't necessarily want to <laughs> do the craziness. Just want to go to the beach. I don't know. But then again, I'd probably go crazy and have the the one like um, living the van life, you know, with uh, I think he's got 35s on that thing or something. Um it's ridiculous. I've watched his latest videos, and he he wheels the hell out of that thing. I mean, just the hell out of it. So, okay, so that brings up something. So if I were to do that, then maybe I would stay midsize for my pickup truck. Because I would have the larger, and it doesn't make sense to have two large vehicles, right? I would consider the full-size truck a large vehicle with a camper on it. So I guess it wouldn't make sense to have both of those. But it may make sense to have the mid-size one for my Arkansas trails, for my real wheeling, tri- wheeling, wheeling trips, and then have the, um, like the Sprinter van for going to, you know, some of the events. Huh. Anyway, I'm probably not going to win the lottery, so that's really not a big problem. But uh but yeah, that would that'd be kind of cool. What would you do? Would you would you, you know, jump in and do and do a month-long trip at least? Like like would you? Like would you quit your job and and do a month-long trip? And I know you're going to say, "Well, Michael, it depends on how much it is." Okay, that's fair. Let's go with entry-level lottery. $20 million is, you know, whenever they someone's won at the time before, and that's the first time it's offered, is $20 million. And you take the cash option, you're roughly, we're going to guesstimate that it's half. I think I looked it up once, and it's like 48%. But let's say that it's half. So you've got $10 million. I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm never working again. Not not the real work. You know, not not a place I have to show up to. You know, I would I would 
I would do the overland. I would do, I would do this on such a big level. It's not even funny, but yeah, that's what I do. And just save it. You know, well, you know it sounds funny. You're going to probably spend $150,000 on a vehicle. And then you said, save it. Well, yeah. You know, buy a small house to have my residency here. And, uh, and then be gone for at least a month. And maybe not even buy a house yet, but stay in this place. And, uh, and get the truck built. And then leave for a month. And decide if I even want to build. Or buy another hat. Like, then figure it out. That'd probably be the way. Not have to worry about anything else. You know. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I'd probably take a month. Okay, then the question would be, where would you go? Well, it depends on the time of year. You know? We're getting ready to go into winter. So everything would be south for sure. Um, but what I'd want to do is go up, you know, in a healthy spring or fall, you know, the beginning of fall. Um, I say that probably summertime because I'm going to go up north. Anyway, it'd be warmer, not cold, not cold. And I'd probably do, you know, kind of like the the Utah, the Montana, the Wyoming. I might do that kind of stuff. You know, go hit a couple spots, you know, but, but be up north mainly. Yeah, I think that's what I'd do. And... And just take a, but but here's really okay. So okay, let's be honest. If I were going to plan a trip, that let's say this all happened, I was getting ready to leave. I'd go down and I'd visit uh, Fred at Mountain Hatch. I'd go down there and I'd interview him, video all that kind of stuff for the podcast, and then I would start heading west. Not sure. I mean, I know there would be several stops along the way and hopefully interesting people to see, but I'd make my way to Mario over at AT Overland. Um, I am going blank where he is. Prescott. So I'd go there and then I know there's a lot of people there. Overland Journal's there, I think, and there's there's just there's a f- several other companies in the Overland world that are there. I'd go check out that scene, go camp with them a little bit, and then I'd probably head over to California, go visit Adam with Step Twenty Two Gear. You know, depending on what I've done with the truck or what I haven't done, go visit. You know, the guys that I think they're in California at Lightner. I love their system. If I win the lottery, though, I want a canopy. But I absolutely love their system. I just wish it was a canopy. <laughs> or which they had an option, you know, that you could put a canopy over the top of it. And and maybe even come up with a, with a top for it that's just a, a regular kind of top that doesn't go over the cab. And then have another one. You could 
take that piece off and then have one that is the the wedge camper but have the option of changing it you know you start off with a lightener rack because that's all you can afford and instead of having to scrap that and and buy something else you can just upgrade it so you've got your gear pods, you got your all your other components, and then you just have a, a shell that goes over the outside that hooks onto the same type of extruded aluminum, you know, um, system. You hook it in there, and and it happens to have all the brackets on it that has the um, the hydraulics or the the gas shocks to you know push up the the doors. And you have, you know, two sides in the back. And the sides could be made probably pretty much identical. You may have to you may have to change and there may be need to be a left and right, depending on if you want the back of it flat. If you just want to make a square like, you know, a true rectangle out of it, or if you need to have some cuts and curves. Um and then have a top. That's just a top, you know, that has a rack system, you know, a, a system on it that you can, you know, hook any kind of rack to or go straight with a straight with a rooftop tent on top of it. Have have the extruded aluminum go down, you know, just like a roof rack, but but right there on top of it. And then have the option where you can remove that and put a wedge style rooftop tent on in its place and everything everything seals up with the same doors i think that would be pretty badass that'd be something that'd be something wild you know i mean i know that the go fast i think the go fast you can take the doors off i mean you can probably take the doors off any of these things but i want to say that i was thinking it was easy somewhat but the, but the difference is the go fast is it's you know it's cool because it's like roll bar looking race kind of looking thing inside you know and i'm sure they've got some pouches or bags or some kind of storage that'll fit those weird spots but lightner's just got it going when it comes to the way they're so modular with their system but yeah i'd like to see skin put on it I'd like to see a canopy lightener rack. I think that would be so fucking cool. You know? Yeah, that's what I'd like to see. And have it to where it had, you know, extrude aluminum on the outside of it. Or you could make that an option. You know, and be able to connect all the same shit that you, well, except for the the same shit that goes on the outside, like the the ex, uh, accessory panel, you know, and your packs, stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. And when you open it up, you can still get to the gear pods, you know. And even though the gear pods are weatherproof, make it to where these are these sides and these tops are weatherproof, also sealed. I think it would be super cool. I'm on board. I wouldn't be able to afford it, 
But I'm on, I am on board for that. I think that would be pretty cool. Maybe that's what I'd spend my money. I'd say, hey, Lightner, can you make this? Please. Or I'd just go make it. Or pay someone to make it, more likely. But yeah, that's what I do, you know? I do that and do it for at least a month. Come back, reevaluate what, you know, happened, you know? Was the build the way I want it? Do I need to change anything? And then, you know, start going to other places. Make it more, but I'd make it more, not not just the overland, you know, not, not just, you know, always on a dirt road. But, you know, I want to I wanna go and see these little small towns, go into those, you know. I want to go find interesting stories everywhere. So... I mean, primarily, it'd be 99% overlanding for sure. But I'd still want to stop in uh, to the cafes, you know, and see the people, you know, stop into some little town and say, hey, what's the best thing to have here? Where's the best place to eat and what's the best thing to have? And go check it out. You know, there's a lot of unique places. On some of these two-lane highways, there's a lot of really cool buildings and stories you know that's i like that stuff too and you know and and a lot of these places can be your in between roads to different adventures but instead of taking the freaking four lane highway all the way there the six lane whatever it is take one of these little state highways it really, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't save you a ton of time. I don't feel. Because I enjoy it more. There's more to look at. You know, most of these highways now, they've got everything, you know, and you just, you just blaze by. They cut everything back so far you can't really see anything. They've made it in like the flattest place they can make it so that they didn't have to build bridges and, you know, do all kinds of dynamiting or anything like that. They just, you know, put them in a boring spot. Go around cities so that, you know, you're not right through them. Big cities, you're not getting away from it. Dallas totally blows. I hate driving through Dallas. I know there's other places that are worse. I can't imagine, but I'm going to tell you, driving a box truck in Dallas for the last four years or so was a nightmare, complete and total nightmare. <laughs> wouldn't that be fun? So I'm not, I'm not at my old job anymore, so wouldn't that be fun to win the lottery right after I left? That would be really pretty badass. That would, that would be pretty cool. So, yeah, I bought a ticket. Drawing is tonight. Um, obviously, there'll be another post on here if I win. Um, I can't tell you when that would be, though. I don't know if I do one automatic. I, I don't know if I do it. So since I made such a big deal on this one, I may have to go. You're not going to believe it, but this boy right here just won the lottery. I may have to do that, but it'll probably take me a while to figure out what it is I'm going to do. Got to sit with lawyers, got to sit with accountants, got to sit with all that kind of stuff and get it all set up. And here's the way I'd get it set up. So I'd get it set up to where 
most of my money went into um, either a low-risk return um, investment. Um, some of it may just sit stagnant. Might just buy, may buy some properties with it. Um, but mostly what I want to do is work off the interest of it. So even if it's a low interest rate at $10 million, you're going to get probably some pretty good money. But I wouldn't put $10 million in. I would probably put $8 million in. And then I would set up these accounts that was a uh, travel expense account, uh, house account, um, all these different kind of accounts, basically. And uh, and that would be the money, you know, um, entertainment, you know, and I would have money in those things and that would be the money that I have. And I would act like that's all the money that I got in the world. And I would let the interest go into each of those accounts. Like I would trickle more money into it, into each of those accounts. But I would have the idea that that's all the money I got. And I would, I don't, I wouldn't go crazy. I mean, the craziest thing I'd probably do is buy a couple stupid cars. That's probably the craziest thing I do. I live in Oklahoma. If you buy a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house, you've got a decent house. If you buy five hundred thousand dollar house, you got a fucking crazy house. Like really not. I mean, big. It's a lot different than California. <laughs> You know, $600,000 over there doesn't get you much, but $600,000 here gets you uh, probably at least 5,000 square feet. At least. Land, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, I'd have all these different accounts set up. You know, and whether or not, and, and I would say that I've got, you know... Uh, $750,000 in the house fund, but that doesn't mean I need to go buy a $750,000 house. You know, it's just how, how it, somehow I'd come up with some kind of formula in my head of how I split it up. You know, of what, what needed more attention than the other. And that house fund, like the idea would be to, to buy a cheaper house and be able to say if anything needs to, like all of my furniture like would come out of that like all that the house fund would be all the furniture would be all the stuff paying the bills like all the stuff but that's why i would have you know things that the interest would go into sprinkled into those accounts i don't know maybe it's a dumb idea but uh my grandfather would take me to texas a lot um, for his work with, uh, with Pet Deli whenever I was 18, 19 years old. And even before that, we'd drive around. He was always in some kind of route sales, you know, catfish or whatever it may be. So and before that, oil, oil rigs. So we were always on the road. I rode with him all the time. And we'd go to Texas and he'd buy, you know, a lottery ticket. And I was too young. You know, I'd be 14, 15 years old, not even old enough to drive yet. And he'd go, hey, we're going to split this. How are you going to spend your half? And I've always said the first, the very first thing I would do is go buy a car. Go buy a new car, a new vehicle of whatever, you know, truck, car, whatever it may be. 
And that would be the first thing that I did because that would be the first power move that I feel I could play and it'd be immediate. You know, like it'd be a, an immediate thing. That the, the most amount of money that I think I could spend and it'd be immediate. If you buy a house, you have to go through, you know, the title companies. All, you got to do all that stuff. You got to go through closing. If you take a trip, you gotta you gotta talk to somebody and plan the trip. You know, you know, even if even if it's like you know, hey, look, I may need to make arrangements. You have to make arrangements to get a pilot to fly, you know, the private jet to wherever, and you got to make sure you got a hotel reservation for you. You got to do all these things before you actually get to go. Buying a car, dude, you can just walk in, say, hey, I want this one. And I'm willing to pay cash. Or prove that you won the lottery and you know, say, hey, look, I'm good for it. <laughs> but that's the biggest thing you can buy automatically. Now, there's a lot of us that would want some kind of custom vehicle. And you're right, that will take a while. But still, you can walk in and buy like something badass like, like you're driving a round car. You know, like you're driving around car because we can all say that we're going to drive the off-road truck we just made around. But at some point we're going to be like, this is uncomfortable. I want something comfortable. And then you buy your comfortable car, which is driving around car. But I, because it's a car you wouldn't do anything to. It'd just be badass out of the box. You know, it'd just be, it'd be you driving. It's not a Ferrari because that uncomfortable again. You know, maybe it's an SUV. Maybe you go with, you know, something like a, a, a stock, you know, Land Cruiser. Or you go with a, and maybe that's too big. So you want a car, four-door car. So, you you know, some people are into Mercedes. Some people are into BMW, some, whatever. I really like the Stinger, the Kia Stinger. And I think you can make that pretty cool, four-door, four-door car. But. I would hold out for the new Z that's coming out as far as my, you know, like, two-door car. I'd hold out for the new Z. I think it's going to be that badass. I really do. From everything we've seen about it, I think it's going to be that badass. And I think the aftermarket world is going to go fucking insane for that car. I really do. I think that that car is going to be built into something that you just, just wait. Just wait. If that car really looks like it did when they premiered it that one night, the 400Z, if it looks if it looks that good, factory, oh, wide body kits, you know what I'm saying? Oh, jump that horsepower up, put some power in there, twin turbo that bitch out. I don't know. Maybe it's already a twin turbo. I don't. I haven't. I don't really know the specs of it, so I'm not really. I just know what it looks like. But yeah, dude, my mom had a 240Z whenever I was little. I don't really remember it. And I there's people that have come up, used to come up to her, you know, whenever I was in elementary school, probably that would say, "Man, that Z was cool," you know. That would still remember that car. And they are really cool. You know, I'm partial to it because my mom had one when I was little. Again, I don't really remember it. 
Um, but it's just cool. The mom had a car like that. I, it blue. I think she said it was blue, which happens to be my favorite color. But anyway, but yeah. So if I won a million dollars, that's those. Those are kind of that's probably the way a million dollars. If I won the lottery, that's kind of the way I'd go. If I won, if I won, okay, that brings up something else. You don't win the whole lottery. You only win. You get the five numbers, but you don't get the Powerball, so that's $200,000, but you bought the Power Play, and so that could be up to five times. You could end up getting a million dollars out of that. But let's say, let's say for me, I just got the $200,000. I pay off the small credit card debt that I have, relatively small. I pay the relatively small credit card debt that I have off, um, pay the truck off. I'd either pay the truck off or I'd go buy another truck. (sighs) You know, I would have to add up what it would cost for me to build it the way I'd want to versus if I can, if I could buy like lease, you know, maybe I just go, Hey Lee, I want to buy your truck. It's already got the can, the alley cab camper on it. It's, you know, it's the diesel Colorado. He's kind of wanting to get a Dodge full size. So if we get the $200,000, maybe that's that. Maybe those are the plays that I do. Be debt-free, have a badass vehicle, and still take a month off. Come back and just figure shit out. <laughs> you know, and everybody's like, well, if that's all that you're getting is $200,000, then you need to just you know pay your debt and then save the rest. Yeah, but what if I died the next day? You know? I'm not saying go below all of it. I'm not saying that. You know? You get $200,000. Of course, let's back up. I guess you're not buying a new truck. I don't know if the... uh, I figure the tax rate's going to be the same at that 48-ish percent. Whatever it was. I mean, this is years ago when I looked it up. So let's say it's half and you only get $100,000. But you did probably, you'd, you'd at least hit a times two. Okay. So times two, you're at, well, shit, you're at, four, at $400,000. And so you're at $400,000. You'd get $200,000 cash option. And then, yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm there. I'm paying off my debt. I am, I could even keep this duplex. It is, this place is so cheap. I'd probably just like, hey, look, let's pay for a year. What, what can I pay to, to pay for a whole year up front? You know, maybe get a break on that a little bit. Um, pay for a year up front, so I've got a place. And, uh, you know, sell my truck. And go buy lease. <laughs> or something. You know, go buy, go get something. You know, and so that would still leave me, you know, I think Lee said 59000 So let's say, let's say 60. I don't think he's going to give me a deal. Let's say 60, another ten to 15000 to pay off all the other debts that I have. Um, sell the truck so I would 
possibly I could possibly make a few thousand dollars off that. You know. So where were we? We were at sixty, seventy-five, and then take another three two thousand dollars off. So you're at seventy three thousand. You minus that from the two hundred thousand. So yeah. Oh yeah. You got plenty of money. Plenty of money. Do whatever you got. Take the next couple of years off at that point. But I'd, leave, I'd go for a month and come back. Reevaluate things, you know, see what changes need to be made, if anything. You know, take the footage that I got, take all that stuff that I got and make something of it, you know, and then release it. And then start. Maybe while I'm doing all that, take a couple classes and I don't know. I'm going on about it. But I bought the lottery ticket, got me thinking. And when I start thinking, I just want to talk to you guys. So anyway, I I appreciate everything that you guys do. I appreciate you listening. Uh, Make sure you tune in Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to have Mark Bruce on Tuesday. this first uh, Tuesday in November. What is that? Is that the second, I think? Um, we're going to have Mark Bruce on, and we're going to talk about Red Arc stuff. So that should be fun. He is The way he explains electricity and power management, I understood. You know, like He said it in a way that made sense to me. So he knows how to talk to dumb people. Um, you guys will do great then because I'm probably the dumbest person that he's going to talk to. But anyway, we'll see. We have fun. So it'll be a good time. Um, That'll be Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Overland Radio Facebook page. So check that out. Um, That way you can watch and listen and comment. So you can ask questions, all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. You guys are amazing. Whatever you do, make sure that you go all over. 